Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So what do they do? They kept Godwin the Golden because he's the golden boy. And they take Morgoth and Moog and they throw them underground. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ever counseled going to a Dark Souls game for parenting advice, but man, they're just like no. on the money sometimes. Eh? Tarnished Ones, welcome to uh, another episode of The Lore Boys. My name is James Miller, the the only one who's played Elden Ring so far, and I'm joined here with... Sorry, I'm, I'm still polishing over here, boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Ethan. And? Uh, Pete, something about the maidenless meme. I don't know yet. I haven't played yeah. it either. <laughs> no maidens? Jamie, are we going to get maidens this episode? Uh, we are not going to get maidens, but we'll lead you no, right maiden. up. We'll lead you up. We'll give you all the the tools you need to get your own maiden, I think. Okay, we'll cool. Do. Yeah. Okay. No use maiden. your maiden. Yeah, you got to think. So you got to use your maiden head, right? That's, That's yeah, what it, that means? Yeah. Is, is this the, uh, what's the book? The game is like how to like hypnotize women into sleeping with you at a club or something? Is this, uh, is that what Elden Ring is about? <laughs> so many of those things are so creepy. Yeah. You got to neg your, uh, whatever golden order in order to get a maiden. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you got to do. But, uh, so I played like, like 35, 40 hours of Elden Ring so far. I feel like I'm maybe halfway done, so forgive me if I don't know uh, the in-game details about some of the later on stuff in the game. But that said, I don't want to spoil it anyway, so we're going to try and like keep it on the side of creation myth and uh, demigods and stuff like that. Uh, but what do you guys know? What do you, what, what do you know? What do you say? I mean, yeah, the convenient thing for you is like I know so little that I, I wouldn't even know what to ask as like a gotcha. You know what I mean? For like who's this person in the game? Because I have seen... I've seen one boss, and I haven't seen him beaten. I've just seen one guy playing one boss for like 20 minutes. Okay. That's that's the extent of my elder. And the memes. I've seen plenty of memes. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I've watched Distortion 2's uh, Any Percent Speedruns. So I've seen 27 minutes of the game where he just like breaks everybody's AI and runs directly to the last boss. Um, very impressive. I love his channel, but those Any Percent runs are fucking terrible. It is, ju- it is just running around in circles gathering shit, and then somehow you like die in a certain location and warp directly to the end of the game the second to last boss ai doesn't turn on so you just walk past him to the credits it's just like <laughs> cool it's pretty incredible that it's not that he just figured that out he figured that out he had an hour speed run like the day after the game came out and it was down to yeah. 27 minutes in the first week like yeah I, yeah it, it it's crazy how fast they broke and, the game and, and then i also watched like demod chrissy he did a boss mm-hmm. ranking so i've seen yeah all the bosses as well uh otherwise right. very and you would know the bosses and you would know if somebody pasted for example a picture of a boss <laughs> that wasn't actually the boss you would know right you'd be able to call oh, yeah. out on it pete? <laughs> pete, yeah, pete was calling me out in the beginning 
before the show, he's like, no, that's wrong. That's not the thing. That's That name doesn't match up. And I'm like, well, it, if you watch the speed run, it's like one thing. You would have saw something. But we're doing the creation myth, so it's not wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I saw I saw the, the, the name and the picture of the boss, and I was like, that's not what it said on the health bar in the 11-minute in the <laughs> video I watched by some guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I was just like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm afraid of some fandoms. That I'm not a part of. I'm afraid of this one here. It's it's, it's the, the the real enemies are on the inside, and that's the souls people. But like like we were saying before the show, Vadi Vidya's shit's not out yet. So like we're we're on the cutting it. We're on the bleeding edge, baby. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh, the Ashen Hollow is a YouTube channel, by the way. If you guys are into this lore, yeah, he's the, great. Yeah. He, like the day before I was started writing this, just finally put together his masterpiece that puts a through line of like everything in the in the game. Uh, so he did a re- like some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about today is is based off of his findings and he quotes all the little items that he found and everything that have the little pieces of lore. It's pretty amazing. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I know like this this isn't our job and maybe one day it'll pick up and it's just going to be one of our main sources of income. But can you imagine? It's just like can't wait to sit down with this new game and then for my YouTube channel read the. Uh, two sentences that George R.R. Martin wrote on every single thing I interact with. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty insane. Like the flavor text, you'll pick, they pick up like five words and then connect it to like another item that you find like a day later in gameplay or something. And yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild, but um, people did it and I'm happy to take their hard work and uh, present it as our own. So yeah, <laughs> uh, middle management, us. baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got some. I got uh, speaking, of which I like uh, at work today. I got some like whatever some effects from one shot to a different department. And he was like, "Oh, thank you so much, Pete." And I was like, "I didn't fucking do this. I'm not the artist on the show." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just told you when it was done. Yeah. <laughs> now you always take credit for those. I told him yeah. to do it, and then he did, and then I told you he did it. Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like you did it as a fellow middle manager. Kind that of is like, true. Wouldn't have got done without you, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're I essential. I didn't just take the Ashen Hollow, so it's not like I'm just vomiting what he said onto a page. He was one of the bigger uh, influences that I had just in putting finding the through line. But I probably watched like 30 different videos and read the wiki uh, for just about every entry that I could. So we got lots, of, a wealth of knowledge here. So we're ready to jump in. I think. Good. It'll make up for me and Pete then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> my dogs uh, decided dog. to chew a bone so if that becomes too loud let me know um, <laughs> but... if you don't like the sound of <laughs> in the background then uh, <laughs> make sure to join the discord and let us know yep. um, so the setting for this game uh, is called the lands between um, I don't know, so what do we know about the lands between so far it's um, what I call my butthole yeah <laughs> Wouldn't it, the lands between their cheeks. It would be. Yeah, I was gonna say, would it not be the Grundle? But you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first area in Dark Souls Two is called the Things Betwixt, which is what I call my Grundle personally. Okay. Oh, so. And and ne'er shall the two meet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put I ne'er do on the... your Grundle. Uh, I've tried it. <laughs> Vic, get Vicks vape. Like it, I think it's from a movie. Some guy gets a Vicks vapor rub on his balls. Uh, or something like that. <laughs> Um, Zach I can like make, make a porno. Icy hot. Ah, yes, I, I love that movie. Yeah. I like the uh, in the the souls writing. It's just like just take a thing that we wrote uh, in 2009 and change some of the words slightly. So the things betwixt is now the lands between, and like blood and soul is now yeah. runes and shit. It's yeah. like yeah, okay. 
Job you're, done, boys. You're not wrong for like the blood and, and souls and fire becomes grace and all this, but this uh, the lens between is actually came from George R. R. Martin, and I don't know if he yeah. would have played the first two uh, or three. Doubt it. Doubt it. Doubt uh, it. Man is like 75 years old. He's not beaten Dark Souls 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he is far too busy not writing a book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, he's far too busy waiting to die so he can get out of his contractual obligation to write The Winds of Winter. Exactly. Oh, right. no, he's, he's played the first three checkpoints of every Dark Souls game, but we'll never yeah, finish yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Hideataka Miyazaki uh, confirmed an interview with IGN. Uh, that George R. R. Martin invented the name for the Lands Between. Um, Just the English version of Midgard. He did not yeah. invent that at all. Yuzaki yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of pumped his, his tires up in this. Like he's like, it, it invokes feelings that are very mysterious and very ethereal, and it it lends to the deep, deep, deep lore of my game and like stuff yeah. like that. He's, he's yeah. very uh, well. He's selling a game, right? Yeah, I yeah, like making it. fun of you. Uh, sorry. You're gonna spring for the guy who wrote games Game of Thrones. Like you're gonna you're gonna yeah. market him. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna talk that guy up. Yeah. Yeah. I like making fun of George R. R. Martin all the time just because his work's not done and he's he, he's he's got like five years left on this yeah. earth. Right. Um, oh, yeah. His work's not done. Unlike us, right, Pete? Yeah, I'm like you and I are, are totally done our projects, but at yeah. least like I'm not overweight and 75. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete's been like plugging Squarespace for three years on the podcast, still doesn't have anything published. By Square an idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Square, Square an idea, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, we do not talk about the S space here, okay? Not until they pay us, not until <laughs> yeah. they give us our exactly. Put that in. <laughs> very true, very true. Um, so if I had to describe the landscapes, you guys can like click on the first image if you'd like. It's like the giant golden trees scattered throughout the world called Erd trees. Uh, pretty much. Which, which if we're going to compare this to Midgard, yeah. that's Yggdrasil, right? It is Yggdrasil. Oh, yeah, it it's a uh, secret of mana tree. It's uh, dragon quest tree. It's, it's every like big tree equals good, powerful god. Thing. I mean, it's also yeah. just the arch trees from Dark Souls that like held mm -hmm. the world up before the fire showed up too. Yep, it very much Yggdrasil, um, and those things. Yes, yep. uh, they're really pretty though. Like no matter where you are, you can see like golden branches going through the sky, and then at like nighttime, all the stars through the golden branches. It's a oh, it's a nice place to. It is very pretty. Yeah. It is very pretty. Uh, each zone's biome is like a little bit different. You start like a grassy forest area. There's swamplands. There's like dry red desert areas with lots of. There's other places with lots of cliffs. Um, there's like underground dungeons to explore. Underground cities. Uh, there's forts. There's honestly, it's a huge world, and I, I've spent like forty hours in it, and there's still more that I haven't seen. So I feel like there's a lot to. The, the open world it, it, it can be kind of polarizing. I feel like it lends to the genre, um, but other people might not agree. Um, I, I like it. I, I like getting lost. Yeah, I think yeah. we talked about this on some other thing. That it's that it's kind of the thing that makes me hesitant is the open world itself. Um, also, this game was announced in 2019, and I guess because of COVID and all that other shit, it does feel like people have been talking about this game for decades. But it's like two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> it snuck up on me somehow. I was like, I forgot about Elden Ring, and then I was like, oh, it's out next month. Cool. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. yeah, I'm just... Like, I can picture a trailer to some game that was supposed to come out, and it's not Elden Ring, but 
it, like my brain has like the synapses in my brain have formed like a link between that random trailer of a souls like game okay. and elden ring and i was just like yeah okay it was like planned to be released for like a long ass time and then wasn't but i i don't the only person i heard about elden ring from was fragile shark in the discord who was just like the you know beating the drum for for elden ring coming out and that was like my countdown basically to it, it really- <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's been so good like i it has got me off mmos like i don't play mmos anymore which is kind of crazy yeah. yeah yeah uh oh it's that- methadone yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be jamie's yeah. at the betty ford clinic playing elden ring <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Lost Ark, and then I was like, oh, I really just want to explore the world in Elden Ring. I don't want to do my chores. Like, that's... And it's the first time in a while where I felt that way. So it's a really good game. Um, I'm playing, like, a magic build, which is very viable for the first time in, like... Like, I think in Dark Souls, it was good early game, bad late game, or vice versa. Like, they keep getting the balancing wrong, but they finally got it right for Elden Ring for spellcasting. Dark Souls 1, which I played last week... Spells had ammo, and you could only recharge them by wrestling in a bonfire, which re- resets all the enemies and shit. Dark Souls 2 added a consumable that recharged your spell ammo, yeah. but sometimes you'd have to equip the spell multiple times to up the ammo count, like basically two clips. Right. Uh, and then Dark Souls 3, uh, in its infinite wisdom, seven years after Demon's Souls, just added a mana bar, so then you could <laughs> so you just had a mana potion. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. you could actually like do a viable build. Like I love uh, the Battle Mage and or spell sword build in dark souls 3 it is yeah. my favorite dark souls at time of writing um because you can do a build like intelligence and uh decks to be very fast kind of sorcerer which i think is what you're going for in elden ring yeah um, it feels that so shit looks strong way too fucking busted look i'll in summon ring, so i want to do faith yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll summon three giant rocks move in for like a couple sword swipes the rocks will come down then i can summon a sword that's like three times the length of my body and slash yeah. it across and like hot swapping between weapons between spells and like i even put a little bit of faith now so i can like put on like this uh like basically hold these beads at one point and take any poison uh effects or like off of me and I don't know. I feel really versatile and strong, and it, it feels very, very fun. But I'm going to do Faith and Strength nice. when I finally play Elden Ring, because I have, like, Joan of Arc is my favorite character I ever made in Dark Souls 3, where she's Faith and Strength, and, yeah. like, the the lightning and the poise stuff in that game is is just so fucking good. So I'm yeah. just like, everybody's doing Int because it's broken and very cool. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against the grain in June 2022, of course, whenever <laughs> I do that play. <laughs> I, I think for a new, you can, uh, they made it pretty easy to respec now, too. Like, it's not, uh, like, after you beat a certain boss, you can basically just get an item and go and respect. And I think for a new game Yeah, they game did the same plot, thing in Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. There was, like, the slug lady. You just brought her tongues, mm-hmm. and she would reset your stats. Yeah, I think for a new game plus, I'm just going to go hard strength. Like, get a big old hammer and see how far I can go that's, with that. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's my build. I was like, oh, it's just, like, enough decks to, like, have stamina. Yeah. And then just, like... Max strength, and I'll just be naked guy, naked guy with big hammer, or naked guy yeah. with big dragon's tooth, whatever. And I'm just <laughs> rolling around, smacking people once, and then rolling around a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan used to spec enough decks to still be able to tie his fucking shoes. Yeah, some of the weapons look so fucking cool too. I really want to try them, and uh, yeah, um, where just are enough we? decks to tie my shoes, just enough ints to count by twos. Uh, just just oh, enough yeah. faith to zip zippers and button buttons and right yeah, turtle night turtle night <laughs> <laughs> no turtles are called dogs in this game every time there's a turtle uh people just leave a note that says dog in front of it 
Okay. And, good to know. Good to know. All right. Yeah. So Franklin is this would like be an a dog. avatar situation where it's like a turtle dog or something like that. No, they're just turtles, but everybody just... calls them dogs uh, okay. in the notes. And oh, okay. the community can like make writing decisions for you. Like in in Doom Eternal, it is never actually spoken aloud, but the fandom and the Doom Eternal wiki, wiki says like, no, the dragon he rides, its name is Bubba Booey. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever come out to correct that. <laughs> There'll be like a giant dragon corpse and like it's dead or whatever and you go by the where the butt is and there'll be a note that'll say like try rump or dive yeah. in here or stuff like that yeah try finger butthole exactly classic the that classic the, that's the one that uh yeah it's it's everywhere uh, or like <laughs> there'll be like cannon holes in the wall and they'll be like wow big butthole yeah. <laughs> like, cool. like, very good all right um yeah, so like I said, if the landscapes, there's giant golden trees. You can see one almost no matter where you are. Um, there's a bunch of different biomes. Uh, it's a huge, huge world. Um, but you join the game after the world's been through a lot of turmoil. Like the first city that you see, like I said, there are those giant buttholes in the wall because of the cannons. And um, let's... It, it hasn't always been so, so bad, but... I, I want to dive into the unplayable beginning of Elden Ring. Um, pieced together from short voice lines, cutscenes, and small words from item descriptions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and George R. R. Martin. Yes. If you're listening to this a year from now, um, the theories might have shifted and changed. But as of like almost a month after release, I think we're like three weeks out or something like that. Uh, this is what people believe right now. It's like COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they won't just give we're, us we're normal lore. Like, so yeah, yeah. yeah. We're that still in the we're still in the washing our groceries uh, stage yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of <laughs> Elden Ring lore. Well, yes. actually, if you asked me, that I think actually the Erd trees uh, were created by this character, but uh, things could change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, back. In the ancient times of the lands between, uh, when you had to wash your cans of corn with dish soap before consuming them. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When I was washing my Perrier bottles and accidentally breaking my sink. Yes. yes. <laughs> Real story. Um, before the demigods were born, before the Erd trees were planted, and before the land found a time of peace. Because uh, the time that you joined, there's strife. But before then, there was peace. And then before then, there was strife. And we're going to go okay. back to the first strife. Yeah. Okay, wait. It was strife, then peace, then strife. Yeah. And we're we're, we're, we're going it. back from the first, the, the, the last strife to the first strife. We're going back before the peace. We're, we're skipping peace? We, we never get to feel the peace. The peace is already, is like, is talked about. But it's after the creation myth, there's peace. And then there's the shattering. And then we join the game. Okay. okay. Yeah. We're going to the lands between, not the peace between. Yeah. Before the shattering, before the peace... Uh, back before there were gods to, to, to sort out this crazy old world. Um, so there's a mysterious god. There's a ton of gods in this world, right? Or in this, like, universe. Uh, but we're going to focus on one to start out with. And it's called the Greater Will. Um, Who's Will? Sorry, that's a, that's a Jamie joke that he loves to throw at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need rocks at the quarry. Who's Corey? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic, uh, classic. And you say it enough times when people say quarry. The first time's funny. The second time, no one laughs. 
The third time you get like a sigh. The fourth time it becomes funny again. Uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. did this in Deep Rock a couple weeks ago. Didn't Deep Rock, was, uh, tribes, tribes of Midgard. Tribes of Midgard. Oh right, yeah, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> I did it in Midgard too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the Greater Will. What do we know about it? Not much. It seems to be formless. Um, we know that like there's more. It can influence more at certain times and less at other times. Um, so how does the greater will interact with the lands between sends a golden star hurtling down cool yep the, uh, many a mario game has started like this i believe yes <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we're kirby still in too. the we're still in the realm of possibility that this is either a mario game or a kirby game that we're talking about could yeah. be canonically could be <laughs> um so this star that hit the earth contained the elden ring um oh Mm-hmm. The like, eponymous yep. Elden Ring. I, I think I posted a picture of the what the Elden Ring actually looks like. If you're curious, it kind of it's like it looks more like a a Venn diagram than an actual ring. Yeah, it's yeah. a three circled Venn diagram mm-hmm. with like a line going straight down the middle. Yeah. It's the, it's the box listener, art for the game. Exactly. I was just about to say exactly that. Yeah. yeah. The what for the game? The box, the box art. art. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The cover art for the game. It's the loading screen. It's the title splash page. The box art. It's the, it's the Elder Ring baby. Well, like yeah. in Dar- like in Dark Souls, they've got the the dark sign is kind of everywhere. It's that uh, burning eclipsed sun sort yeah. of thing. So this uh, star hits the Earth, and like it's kind of vague on like, does the star land, and this is what causes the first tree to to blossom. But all we know is Elden Ring coming to Earth is what helped to make the first Erd tree uh, grow. Okay. Yeah. Whether Elden Ring is a seed or Elden Ring is fertilizer, we don't know. But Golden we do seeds know it... exist in the game, and they're okay. used. Uh, you get them from like saplings of uh, Erd trees, and you can use those to have more flasks, uh, Estes flasks or mana flasks. Okay. So oh, fertilizer it is then. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. yeah it seems like they they have their own seeds. But yeah. Maybe okay. The Elden, Ring, yeah. Elden Ring is poopy. But you. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Can can agree. Yeah. <laughs> um. So as the first Erd tree grows, the power of grace also starts to to build within the lands between. Oh my God! We're starting with will and grace. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> George R. R. Martin's just like looking, like sitting there trying to think up an origin story. And he's just got like a fucking bookshelf with DVDs from 2001. It's just like, all right, I think I got something. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to be playing that through a different lens tonight. <laughs> um, so yeah, the power of grace starts to build. And uh, you can start to see it's like the beginning of the Age of Grace, kind of like the Age of Fire in the other games. It really serves a lot of the same purpose. Like Grace is the is what powers all the checkpoints. So your bonfires are just like these little like floating light thingies. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you resurrect at them, right? It's like if you get killed, you you come back to it. Yeah, you can sit at them, prep your spells, um, just get your health back, recharge your flasks. And each checkpoint also, like, when you find one, it'll have a little trail, like an arc pointing towards where the next one probably is or where you should be heading. Uh, cool. Which kind of helps with the open world side of things because uh, it's not always obvious where you should be heading. Yeah. And is, also- it, is that, like, based on where you are in, like, 
the story or is that just like uh it always points to the like this bonfire or this grace point always points to the next grace in my experience since there's like six main like uh not continents but like areas um depending on what area you're in every area has its own like unique track okay okay so like it it, like if you're in kalid it's not going to point to limgrave limgraves are kind of like self-contained and then kalids are self-contained and and so on yeah um yeah and another thing too if, if you're walking past one sometimes they're kind of like hidden behind bushes and stuff like that you'll also see like that area kind of glowing too just so you don't like barrel past all of them it'll kind of help you see where they are and stuff yeah there was like an audio cue that you could use in uh in in older games made by the same team like the there there was like this little sing that would emanate from it so you it would get louder as you got close to it yeah yep uh so powers the checkpoints uh there's like if you go to the main hub of the world there's like a big like chunk of grace there um this grace is just like comes from the Erd trees um, and it's power from the greater will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's mana. Pretty much. Not like, not video game mana, but like biblical mana. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, with help from the greater will, um, a lady named Queen Merica would rise to become the ruler of the lands between. And she'd be the vessel of the Elden Ring. So you can take that picture if you want. Um, she's the leader of the Golden Order uh, and wants to follow the greater will. Pretty golden. She's like a crucified woman. Not crucified on anything, but her arms are are splayed out to the side as though she was. She's got very golden hair with what looks like a golden crown, a golden necklace, two golden torques, and two golden bracelets. Pretty golden order, huh? Yeah. yeah. On is a blue background. Or is this top down and she's like dancing? Because you can kind of see her dress as if you're looking down from above. Um, Just her hair is kind of falling straight down. There's lots of statues of her where she is like in the crucified posi- position okay. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, or she's just T-posing, flexing on him, who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Queen Merica always, always memeing, T-posing on an, on an Ark of the Ring, basically. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Jesus, the original T-poser, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's the chosen one. The Greater Will's like, uh, she's going to hold on to the vessel. Uh, she's a, I forgot what the name of it. It's like a, a Euphrodite or Eurodite or a, fuck, what? Uh, let me look it up. But basically a what she- Euphrodite? What it means is... Is this a real word? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Or is this like an Elden Ring word? Yeah. I think it's an Elden Ring word. Uh, oh, sorry. Okay. Empyrean. It's a race. Oh, Empyrean. Empyrean. Yeah. Empyrean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. E-M-P-Y-R-E-A-N. And all that means yeah. is that she's born of a single god, not two gods. The em- yeah, the Empyrean is where God lives in the Old Testament. We talked about that in our Dante's Inferno, or Dante's Paradiso episode. Empyrean is like the, the whatever, the realm of pure light that god exists within right one yeah. singular god of course it's yeah pure light and it's so it's adapted from the ancient greek emperos meaning in or on the fire so it, it comes from a place of like pure fire essentially okay or or fire making light you know right and in the it's a type of being found inhabiting the world of the lands between in this world um and it means it's not completely understood but it means it's born from a single god uh rather than two gods um okay okay and that's what it just means in this context but so she's like christian not pagan hence the hence the crucifixion she's pure as fuck boy (laughs) 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 um so with the help of the greater will she rises to become the ruler of the lands between 
but not without a little bit of conflict first. Um, all the Elden Ring creatures and people are fighting each other. Um, it's complete chaos. Like, if you see the opening cutscene of the game, there's, like, kind of this, like, red-shaded um, cutscene of all these people marching, like, also, like, lumbering giants above, like, storming a giant city. Um, there's a lot of war back then, and she was kind of fighting back against a lot of that stuff. But Okay. She couldn't do it herself, though. So she took a consort to help spread the influence of the Golden Order. And his name was Godfrey. And he's the next picture that I, I showed you guys. And I, I mean, the next picture, he also has an extra title in the in the picture that you sent us. Yeah, which is like going to be the next sentence. But he, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be the Elder. setting you up. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I'm so used to people one. tearing me down. You were saying <laughs> <laughs> Godfrey would eventually become America's husband and gain the title Elden Lore. So, uh, oh, yeah. See. So Godfrey is wearing like um, very decorated armor, like it's very like embossed and fancy looking, golden blue, so very royal colors. He's got a white lion with like a dragon's hand clutching his shoulder, uh, just above and behind him, essentially. That's, um, what's the name of that? Oh, we're going to come back to that line. Hold on to that line. He has a line on his back. Very important. We're going to say its name soon. Yeah, okay. it's like it's it's like Hercules's cloak with the, the lion thing, except it's clearly still alive or something. It's because yeah. it, it's holding on to him and, and it's pointing in the same direction as him. Yeah. So like, let's back to gameplay for a second here. Outside of lore, there's summons called Ashes of War. That's like a new mechanic in Elden Ring, as far as I know, which is basically summons, uh, you get Ashes of War, like, if you find, like, a beetle behind a, a rock and you kill that, it might give you Ash of War. Or if you kill a certain boss, it might give you an Ash of War, which, like, means summon four skeletons with bows, or summon a lion, or summon a a wolf. And I think... Classic Dark Souls design. Best yeah. summon in the game is is just, like, yeah, that, that beetle that you think is part of the environment, you kill it, and you're good. <laughs> yeah. <summon. laughs> Yeah, I think that's why he has a big old lion on his back, is they're trying to, like, put into the lore uh, the the summoning ashes or whatever, because it's such oh, a, core, okay. it's a core mechanic of the game now, so why not make it a uh, part of the lore with everything else? Right. Why not explain this core mechanic via story yep. and setting, you know? Yep. Yeah, FromSoft really learning. <laughs> yeah, by, <laughs> by making a very cool buff man with a very cool dragon dragon's also wearing like a tiara or like a, a thin like headband crown so it, yeah. it's yep. yeah very cool yeah so the they gave godfrey and america both beasts on their back slash shadows to canonize this new game mechanic is my guess um oh. nobody else told me that in any of the videos i watched but uh prove me wrong Lore, yeah. voice, canon, yeah, yeah. also. <laughs> also, if it's not explained in game yet, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are inviting a world of hurt from the fanboys, by the way. This is, <laughs> this is fate right now. <laughs> I can Godfrey. hear, I can hear the the um actually. <laughs> Godfrey has uh, the Lord of Beasts Sarash on his back. And oh, okay. The reason why he partnered up with Sarash is because. Godfrey himself had too much uh, lust for blood and war, and this beast um, tempers that for some reason. Like the beast is more thoughtful and 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 slow to to anger than he is. So the beast balances. Oh, oh the albino lion is more reasonable. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I mean, just, no, 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 sir. Yeah. We we only kill. We we only kill the previous male's children. Not everybody in the in in the pride. It's like yeah. yeah. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, a, it's a support animal, so he could take it on a plane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They'll talk him off a ledge. Although, if it's a dragon, does he need a plane? Uh, a oh, yeah. 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 It's very, um, it's very um, like the F- Futurama, the spooky door, like, who's the greatest monster of all? It turns out it was man. The- right? <laughs> so, yeah, Godfrey has his big old lion, and together they're like, pretty much the biggest war force uh, in the lands between. Um, and they're, they're, he's pretty intense, dude. This guy can just like kill armies by himself. He's, he's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so also what's her name? Um, Marika, the queen and uh, the holder of the vessel of the Elden ring. She doesn't have a beast on her back, but she has a shadow. It says it's said that all Empyreans have wolves in their shadows. So that's their ashes of war, I guess. Um, and she has Malekith, which is the next photo, which is a really cool looking, uh, if, if someone wants to explain. Oh, yeah. It. I, I, I don't even know where to start. He's fuzzy. Uh, it looks like a werewolf, I guess, like a werewolf in like full black plate armor with just a, like a berserk, uh, guts from berserk sword with him. That's like <laughs> yeah. shining yeah. red and, and yellow. Yeah. This one, I'm not even sure if you need him in game, but he's part of the, the lore. Um, I've seen this one in some of the trailers. I think it's either an NPC or an enemy. Yeah, you meet another uh, wolf-type man that helps you start, like, Radon, like, get to know Radon and stuff, who is named Blade, B-L-A-I-D. I'm surprised I remembered that, because it didn't have it written down at all. Um, but anyways, yeah, he. I'm not sure you meet this one specifically, but in the trailers, I think this is where the picture comes from. Yeah, because yeah. I recognize the, like, the... I mean, he's kind of bloodied up, so I... It, Maybe it was in a fight because I know the blood like cakes on everything in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in the trailer, you do see he's in like black armor with gold trim and like a gigantic fucking sword. Yeah, he's super yeah. fucking cool. And he lives in the shadow of the person who embodies the most powerful object in the realm right now. So he's, he's a, very cool. Very, so very she, she like he is Peter Pan's shadow, essentially, right? Because Peter Pan, most powerful being in Neverland. And, you know, detached <laughs> figure that works in his shadow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Malekith, all you need to do is believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till we meet uh, Tinkerbell mm-hmm. in the lore. Uh, Tinkerbell in Dark Souls has like 15 arms sewn onto her or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something horrible. <laughs> so this part gets a little bit cloudy for me. So feel free to join the Discord and let me know if I'm right or wrong. But Malekith keeps... They find... Um, so how do I say this? Merica wanted to get rid of death for her because she's like, I want to live forever. The Golden Order has to prevail. So how do we do that? And Malekith somehow found what they called destined death and they, he encased it within his flaming blade to prevent Merica from ever needing to die. Cool. Um, okay. Very cool. I want to know what Miyazaki... I, like. Because Miyazaki obviously is very, like, doesn't trust institutions because they're always the villains in all the Souls games, right? It's like <laughs> royalty or, like, uh, in Bloodborne, it's, like, the the university that, like, found the, um, like, whatever, like, the want and ambition of science or whatever. Yeah. But in this one here, it's it, the Elder, and I don't mean to do this, like, constantly. It's like, oh, it's the same thing. It's still fucking awesome. But it's the same motivation as Gwyn in Dark Souls, who, like, right. constantly relighting the the 
the killing of the first flame, basically, to, like, well, I mean, like, I'm in charge, and I can't fucking die, so I will drain the life out of the world if it kills me, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> if it kills you. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's the cool, uh, her name, America, it, it could be um, America with a little apostrophe before it. America. America. Yeah. America. Yeah. Get rid yeah. of death. Yeah. Church, Church America, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Elden Lord Godfrey is very British sounding though, and I don't think America and, and England. I mean, they had a messy divorce, right? So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's also something that comes up later called the Rune of Death, which is somehow tied in together with uh, the runes in the Elden Ring that I don't fully understand yet. But if I do another episode, maybe it'll be better understood by the time I get there. Um, okay. But uh, my theory is the Rune of Death that gets stolen later, which we're going to talk about, was stolen from this guy's sword, which left Merica um, able to die, along with all of her children, um, which is why it's such a big deal that the Rune of Death got stolen. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, who, would, who would rob that guy? Jesus. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Bold. Um, well, he's like a wolf. You just toss out like a big... Uh, like you've got that one weapon that's just a bunch of sausage links and that's oh, like, oh yeah, that, yeah. You make, <laughs> that's how you make the fight easier that ling gun that shoots so like linked sausages <laughs> yeah, you, you kill the beetle in the swamp that's carrying the sausage links and you wouldn't know unless you did it right, and you, right. you could use that item right. to distract malekith and steal the root from his sword obviously someone just threw some sausage links into my apartment so i think it's a perfect time to take a little break <laughs> <laughs> yummy I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, no, oh no. I got to pee. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just finishing my sausages. If you want to take another <laughs> break, we can take another break. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm I'm a vegetarian, so I've been having carrot links. No. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm, I'm good to start. <laughs> salted carrots hanging in like the vegan butcher window yeah. <laughs> like it's off the hook it's uh, just like plastic wrap instead of like the meat oh, case yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I mean you could do that like translucent uh, like the, the rice paper that you can get on like a longer on certain kind of sushi rolls right I have yeah. some of that it's good yeah it is good yeah yeah there is vegetarian sausage out there that is like has a casing I've had it I had the breakfast sausage once just to see what it was like. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so we've kind of talked about the Elden Ring landing, uh, Queen America and her boy toy. Uh, I wanted to say Grayson for a second. No, Godfrey. 
Um, did it did it like land in her backyard or was she like summoned to it or something? Is it like a Men in Black scenario? They in when it comes to Elden Ring, they will never tell you anything that specific. All it says is she rose to be the vessel. What's uh, her address, dude? <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah, yeah. George. What's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It landed, a tree grew, and she became the vessel. In what order and the details on how that happened, completely up to us. Uh, Good enough. All right. Yeah. But, uh, so America, she's like, okay, cool. I got my, um, I can't die because the wolf in my shadow has a rune in its sword. But let's make some backup plans, too. So, hey, Godfrey, yeah, yeah. you want to have some babies? <laughs> My dog's got a knife, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Godfrey America, um, the America. I always want to say now, America. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the spelling, I would have said Marika. But Marika. I don't I know if that's. Just... All the videos said America. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're probably made by what? What nationals? Hmm. Wait, wait, the people who made these videos, what country did they come from? I'm curious. I'm just curious. I'm not sure. I can't tell. I think the Ashen Hollow's got an accent. Isn't he British or something? I have no idea. Uh, or perhaps watched any of these videos. a Welshman? <laughs> God forbid. So, they start off with three kids and just pump them out. They got Godwin the Golden. Um, I guess named after his father, Godfrey. He's Godwin uh, the Golden. Uh, <laughs> do we have... Uh... No, we don't. No, because you will. The only time you will ever meet Godwin the Golden, he'll be dead. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. But and then the next two children that were born, uh, graceless. So they were. I don't know when, when the, what kinky stuff they did when they're having those kids. But they were twins and they were born graceless. Uh, they had horns. Uh, Morgot and Mog Mog M O H G. Oh my God! You call them like Godwin, and then you have like two ugly babies, and you're like, no. Those are devoid of grace. Call them, I don't know, Ugg and Bug or something. <laughs> um, Mog, I've, in the game, I've done, like, some weird, like, blood god quests where I had to, like, kill people from, you had to do PvP, then go find a maiden's blood and basically take her bloody rag back to someone, and then they break your finger, and they're like, okay, you know what? You brought the maiden's blood, we busted your finger right in front of you, made it all bloody. Uh, you can go have counsel with Mog now. And I haven't met him yet, but he sounds cool as hell. Oh, um, yeah, sounds totally chill. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah not very, very, very normal ritual to do. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're looking for like a, that's a way to like quickly get to a zone where you can farm a lot of runes is to do Mog's quest that starts in the Rose Rose Church. So, Mog's Quest does sound like a JRPG, I will say. <laughs> yeah, it does. From like the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Go to Lando Lakes, go find a Rose Church, start that quest line, do it, and you can get uh, it's something like a crazy amount of runes. Uh, like go to Land of Lakes, yeah, the Butter Girl's going to break That's your <laughs> I, thought were, I thought this was a bit. <laughs> no, it, it, it is a bit. It's it's like L Lernia Land of Lakes or something. It's close to Land of Lakes. So I just okay. okay. It's yeah. the butter. It's the is it the butter swamp? Because Miyazaki always has to put a goddamn butter swamp in his games. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what did they do? They kept Godwin the Golden because he's the Golden Boy, and they take Morgoth and Moog and they throw them underground. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> just, uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have ever counseled going to a Dark Souls game for parenting advice. But man, they're just like no. on the money sometimes. Eh? Yeah. 
Didn't, <laughs> what was it in Bloodborne? They like kicked the girl out because they thought she was gay because she was born during the full moon or something. That's no, that's in Dark Souls. Uh, Dark Souls uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's in, in, no? It, it, it's not. Uh, it's not because he thought he was gay. Uh, Gwendolyn is yeah. uh, one of. What's his name? One is one of Gwyn's sons, and right. he was born during the full moon. He's like, "You're gonna be a girl," and he was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, crazy. Because yes. a full moon for girls, right? There's not great parents uh, in the Dark Souls no. world. That's right. No. Um. So there's also another kid too, uh, Godric the Grafted, who uh, the picture's there, but we're not gonna get to him yet. You can. Feel free to hold on to it for now. Uh, you can, or you can look. I don't care. But I already looked. As soon as you said the pictures there, I clicked it. Yeah, he's one we of the earlier the like trailer bosses that that I saw. I think like because yeah. I watched stuff from like E3. Yeah, he is. Um... If you're playing with any type of focus, you'll meet him in the first few hours of game. Yeah, should I describe him or? <laughs> uh, we could. Yeah, we're gonna get. I think okay. for for these, we're gonna get to them at the end, and we're gonna go through okay. every okay. demigod that you meet. So just know that he exists. God, Godric the Grafted for now. Some say that he's a child of Godfrey America, um, but some say he's Godwin the Golden's child, so he's like a grandson of Godfrey. Okay. Um, it really depends on the video you check at this point. No one really knows for sure. Um, okay. Yeah. And there's another Godwin, or there's another The Grafted that's like God something, like God born the Grafted. I don't, I forget that you meet in like a single fight that you, you don't get to know at all. So there's a lot of like God children um, out there. The tutorial boss is the Grafted Scion. I know that's that. right, and it's a um, one of his playthings, Godric the Grafted's playthings. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Good um, to say that um, Godric is probably a fucked up guy. Locking him in the basement, thumbs down for me, because uh, uh, opposed to plucking the wings off of insects, which is a red flag, he seems to be adding additional limbs to people. So. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> he's like the most pathetic guy we'll talk about today, and there's a oh, okay. lot of reasons why, and we're gonna talk about all of them. Uh, he's he's even for like uh, he's not even like despicable in a cool way. He's just like pathetic. He's the okay. worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's on Twitter asking what his ex-wife is doing, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, he's just he's simping for Pokimane all the time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm about to get to the family tree. It's really okay. So, one thing before we do the family tree, Merica, who is like the the vessel of the soul, is not just Merica. She's two people. She's also Radagon. Radagon. So she's how this. If it's like just a physical split, if it's like a mental split, and if she's going back and forth, but whatever it is, she is both people. Damn, uh, she's I a blonde think. and a redhead at the same time, and she has kids with <laughs> herself. Um, what? Yeah, she has. <laughs> I mean, kids. With wouldn't herself. you? You could. I guess. She has, I mean, yeah. not that many kids part, but the <laughs> yeah. millennia or millennia, Michaela and Melina. Are all their three kids? One of them has scarlet rot. One of them is doomed to be a kid forever, and one of them is doomed for me not to know what they are. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, truly the worst curse of all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can click on the. You can start trying to digest this family tree. It's pretty crazy. Um, Ranala, the queen of the full moon, also has babies with Radragon, who's actually just America's other form. Uh, Renala and Radragon have Radon, Rena, Rani, and Rikard. Uh, so the the full moon lady and the Elden Ring boy version have kids 
which kind of marries like the moon people with the Erd tree people and brings peace that way. Um, okay. But it's all to say, like, if if you guys are not too worried about spoilers or just the names anyways, feel free to look up uh, Elden Ring Family Tree. They put it together on Reddit, and it, it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. And you want to... It's all nonsense to me. You want to know what? You notice how all of the characters start with George R. R. Martin's uh, initials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard that at some point, except for Nithily. Yeah. 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 What George R. R. Martin? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's split. He's split in two, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I'm not even sure Niffley's like fully in the Godhood. That's where he gets the dotted lines or whatever. Parentage uncertain. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they're the they're like fallen angels, right? The Nephilim, right? Right. I. Um, uh, they're or half and half or something. Or like the, ch- and- the children of fallen angels or yeah. something. Yeah, like that. I, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. So. So all to say, there's like a really complicated um, family relationship because your mom, your mom and dad can be the same person, and then you can be cursed, which also makes you um, what's it called a uh, euphemism or whatever we said earlier. Um, you're, you're born of one god if your mom and dad are the same person. Oh, an Empyrean. Empyrean, yeah. Oh, yeah. A euphemism. <laughs> a euphemism, yeah. <laughs> um, so it, I mean, born of the same god if they split in half and get themselves pregnant. That's yeah. all right. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. five five dads, five average dads, or one godmom. Hmm? You know? Godmom dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I want five dads over one mom dad. No, I'll, t- I'll take a parent that's actually god, I think, over just five regular dads. Nah, I don't know, man. A lot of these, no. it doesn't work out so great for a lot of these god children. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> out of the five dads, you get like some decent barbecues that we discussed a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you could be born with twisted horns and locked in the basement. Yeah, yeah. But what am I going to do? Eat barbecue carrot for the rest of my life? Come on. Come on. <laughs> There's other vegan alternatives. Five right? dads don't know how to make a casserole. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> so, um, so now with. America and Godfrey's war efforts and their demigod children, they're able to win war against all these people and creatures who are fighting against the Erd tree. Um, they also find peace against like the moon folks too, because Renala is like God of the moon. Um, and she, where the fuck does she come from? I'm sorry. I think I missed that. She, uh, we haven't really brought it up, but she's just got, oh, okay. she like if, lives in the, if you go back to the family tree, Peter, you'll see that like Godfrey, she just seems to have appeared. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's, okay. She yeah. li- <laughs> she is already there. Like, there's like moon people. That I my understanding is not perfect, but like astrologers, like one of the classes that are like the magic casters in this game, they would be someone who would like, yo, Renala bless up kind of thing. Okay. Because yeah, <laughs> sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six, she's, six, six, six. she's like uh, she's like moon power and and all that type of thing, while Erd Tree is like faith power kind of thing. Oh my yeah, god, when were you born? Energy versus moon energy is the renewables <laughs> yeah. in, in yeah. the lands between. <laughs> oh my god, when were you born? Uh, I knew it. You're such a grafted, okay? You're just like always <laughs> taking from other people, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just like some girl sipping a latte but has like a bunch of other arms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sipping various sized lattes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love your sleeves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, le- they found like pretty much peace. This is like the family tree hits. 
uh, Erd Tree, Moon People, they're cool. All the the rabble rousers, they've like been beaten up. Uh, there was even giants, and giants were like, "Hey, we don't like you and your Erd Trees." And Godfrey went and beat the shit out of a giant. I think there's like a flame giant boss that I haven't met yet. And there's this eternal flame. And Godfrey's like, okay, this eternal flame, we're kind of scared of it. So you're going to keep it inside of yourself for eternity. And it's going to torture you. And they put the eternal flame inside of the giant, which I think I'm going to have to fight that guy eventually. Um, And yeah, and and so the, the giants are like suffering in a way. All the people are cool. Or you're part of the moon or tree gang. So, peace. It happened, okay. finally. <laughs> peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peace at what cost? Well, the cost of just torturing a giant for all eternity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we repressed everybody who was against us, and, like, I'll call that peace. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's knocking at our door anymore. We're, we're fine, you know? It, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more Jehovah's. That's it. We found peace. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, now that we have peace, let me read something to you, uh, a quote about what fragmented the Elden Ring and uh, led the the war to happen again, basically. Um, So it happened an age ago, but what I recall, I see it true. On a night of wintry fog, the rune of death was stolen, and the demigods began to fall. Starting with Godwin the Golden, Queen Merica was driven to the brink. The shattering ensued, a war wrought only darkness. The Elden Ring was broken, but by whom and why? What could the demigods ever hope to win by warring? The Conqueror of the Stars, General Radon, and the Blade of Mikella, Millennia the Severed. These two were the mightiest to remain, and locked horns in combat, but there would be no victor. And so we inhabit a fractured world, awaiting the arrival of the Elden Lord. Unless, of course, thou shouldst take the crown, and then it's like, that's you. And you pick up right. Yeah. yeah. So um, another thing, look at our family tree. Um, you see, there's Rena next to Rani. They're the same person. Sure. Same person. Um, okay. Pretended to be Rena, actually Rani. Don't worry about that. Uh, but on the night of the Black Knives, where Black Knife assassins stole a shard of the Rune of Death, uh, they murdered Godwin the Golden, which is why we never meet him. And at the same uh... time. Rani seems to have lost her body and wanders as a, co- a corporeal spirit uh, seeking to restore herself. So it, nobody really won real good in this whole thing. Uh, they broke the kingdom kind of thing. So um, they're not all together anymore and the gods aren't together, but er- everything kind of sucks now. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from from the little you've shown us, like I like that the um, the pictures you sent us. You, you said we were going to go from strife to peace, but the pictures, the theming of them, really seem to go from peace to strife. Where it's like, hey, you know, pretty lady with blonde hair, her white-haired husband, and then it's just like <laughs> very badass-looking knight guy, uh, soldier woman who's uh, like the blonde woman from before, but now she's in armor. And then it's like, yeah. obviously, Godric grafted this horrific abomination. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Now, uh, we'll talk about all of the demigods that you get to meet in-game. Um, but first, uh, it's like this is where the game kind of starts. It's right after the Shattering. It's up to you to collect the runes, become powerful enough to take down demigods, put the Elden Ring back together. So all of the Elden Rings shattered into uh, what's called Great Runes. And the demigods each hold one of them. So they're warring at it with each other because they would 
rather just take the great rooms from each other, put it back together, and become the Elden Lord themselves. But none yeah. of them uh, have enough power to have more than one of them. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to give you mine. Like, yeah. you give me yours. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's kind Four of the days on, three days off sort of thing. No deal yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <It's visited>. yeah. <laughs> custody rights. The, yeah. the Dark Souls of custody battles. Yeah. <laughs> How does custody work if your mom is your dad? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is where it leads up to the game. The shattering of the runes, the, the black assassins stealing... Um, the, the rune of death caused everything to fall apart. And I think this is what makes them mortal too, which makes them able to be killed is because that rune of death was stolen. So it sets it up. Oh, for okay. That's never said, but that's what lore boys canon. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, it makes them boss boss fightable. Yeah. They, Cause otherwise they just would never die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you only need two runes technically to beat the game. So you don't have to meet all these people. But uh, let's just quickly go over all of them. Uh, this won't ruin anything in the game. I don't think, like, we'll describe what they look like a bit. But really, it, the boss fight is so much more than that. Uh, and I haven't even met all of them myself. Right, yeah. yeah. So Godric, uh, or sorry, first Godwin. I'll just mention how you do meet him because it's so easy to miss him. He's already dead. Inexplicably, he now looks like a squid with a human head. And <laughs> so, yeah, he's the he's the inverse Octodad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's underneath Stormvale Castle. Like you could do a quest where they'll be like, "Yeah, that's Godwin the the Golden right there. I killed him myself." And it was it's from Ranny who stole the the, the the death room. But if you don't if you miss him or you don't read all the items or talk to the right people, like I would have never guessed. I only from researching found out that was Godwin the Golden, even though I t I like looked at him myself yeah yeah, yeah. And you're like cool yeah. that's neat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh godric i guess we could uh do a quick uh what he looks like he's pretty crazy looking yeah yeah go ahead pete yeah uh kind of an older gentleman uh white hair with like a kind of like a celtic looking crown made of like different plates um and then the rest of him is just two big arms with a bunch of smaller arms just kind of haphazardly just jammed into them. All over. Most, of the, most of them look like necrotic and some of them are just like decaying, like rotting on the branch, basically. Yeah. Yep. Plenty yep. of them on backwards. He has a scepter and an axe, what I can yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's known as Godric the Grafted, like we said, and pretty much everyone in the game hates him. And it's pretty funny how much people hate him. Uh, one NPC <laughs> <laughs> calls him nothing but a jumped up country bumpkin. <laughs> What? <laughs> Actually? Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Nothing but a jumped up country bumpkin, which I like even as an episode title, even though we didn't make it up. It's just a good, <laughs> sentence. It's a good sentence. It's 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 Elden Ring's quirked up white boy, right? Or... Yeah. <laughs> I will say, um, I'm just a simple country bumpkin is something I say at work a lot because yeah. like I, I, grew, I grew up in the country and everybody we work with grew up like in the suburbs or in the city, so... Right. It's something else a lot when I'm talking about how like, oh, I got to leave work early because my brother flipped an excavator into a ditch and I got to go help him drag it out with the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> and just city folks are just like floored by it. Uh, I remember one time uh, we went to school late and you're like, oh, sorry, a horse got loose. And to you, that was a real excuse. And to me, it was so funny. I started laughing and we got called out for our fake excuse. And you're like, dude, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 
So Godric, uh, after the Shattering, uh, there's a capital city, which I won't say. I'll let you guys uh, learn it on your own if you start to play the game. But all you have to know is this is where uh, the Golden Order hung out all together. Um, he took... Uh, Washington, I'm going to guess the city is Washington, B.C. Washington <laughs> between the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, which was the Great Sunring or something? What, what did we call your between the cheeks earlier? The land between. The between. Yeah, the land cheeks, between. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> land between. Um, yeah, so <laughs> whenever the shattering happened, Godric was like such a coward. He like took a great rune, whatever treasure he could like hold in his hundred hands i mean he's got so many hands for <laughs> yeah. holding treasure I don't he seems think... he seems particularly equipped for this why has he got so many hands though i don't think he had that many hands yet so when this, oh. yeah oh when... so the adding on the hands is remorse at all the treasure lost during the great sunday <laughs> <laughs> i can he could never haul in the groceries all in one shot yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was he was like the woman in the infomercial who opens the cupboard and like all the tupperware falls down onto right oh and yeah he had that moment and then like basically said to himself never again yes <laughs> Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? Try becoming <laughs> grafted. A dozen necrotic arms would help with all kinds of housework. <laughs> At this point in the story, he probably looks like a runt version of uh, Godfrey. He's just like, he was like the small kid and he's on his way out of the castle. So he grabs a great rune. He grabs whatever he can under his other arm. And you know how he gets out of the capital during all the hubbubaloo of the great shattering? Is he sneaks out with the women so he would not be harmed? Aw. <laughs> then he finds a castle to hide behind so Radon couldn't find him. We'll talk about Radon. Uh, that's one of the son of the Moon Lady and Merica's male form. Uh, yep. Checking the family tree. All right. Yep. Checked yep. out. Yep. Yep. Uh, so and then the same NPC that called him nothing but a jumped up country bumpkin. Uh, also said he insulted Melania, lost her in battle, only to lick her boots rather than die like a man. So another point of cowardice for Godric. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. I'm surprised he doesn't have just like a thousand fedoras grabbed out of his body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the additional arms. Yeah. yeah, and then, so you meet him early in the game, like in a castle, like one of the first castles you get to. And this is a castle where he just like hid there. And all he does is fight Tarnish. He'll not fight anyone who's like, on his demigod level, because he's like on the his weak. level, yeah, he's the weakest demigod. So he only fights tarnished, and then as like a way to, um, it's a theory. We don't know if it's true, but we guess to show homage to his grandfather or father, Godfrey. He's who has a beast on his back. He's taking like all these tarnished and putting them on his back or their arms and shit. Okay, I can uh, see it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I mean, he's taking the limbs off of, like, the players before you sort of thing and mm-hmm. putting the arms on his body? That's I mean, he's, trying, though, yeah. he's trying to be like Granddaddy, so he is, to your point, Peter, pulling the wings off Insect, but then just gluing those wings to himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's super pathetic. Everyone hates him. When you actually beat him in the game, there's, like, one guy in the castle who comes out and just stomps on his head over and over again. And Holy that's, shit. And that's where the NPC stays afterwards, yeah. just stomping on his dead head. Yeah. All, all of Godric's uh, lines of dialogue are about how girls don't want to date nice guys. <laughs> I, I get it, you know? If he kills you in a second phase, he's like, witness me, Godfrey, or something. So he really thinks that he's showing off to daddy, but really he's just coming off as uh, real pathetic. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has minions with grafted arms all over them. The first enemy you meet in the entire game, like Peter mentioned. And then there's a couple other in like the areas leading up to them. They have more than one arm. Uh, Godfrey uh, put it on there. Yeah, you can use you can make multiple Reddit posts if you graft on multiple arms, right? Or more than two arms, I should say. Sorry. All the all the good R slashes, right? Um, I mean, I don't know anything about Reddit, but just think about the worst ones. (laughs) He's on all of them. Cringetopia has been really bad lately. I don't know if anyone's following Cringetopia. It turned from a place of cringe. Now it's just like completely transphobic, and I don't know how it happened. I mean, there's always a power vacuum on some on a board, and then the worst people come in and take it over. Yeah. You know, it's a bad place. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It was a mistake. Yeah. Shouldn't have happened. Yeah. yeah. So on from Godric, our uh, pathetic Cringetopia user, and <laughs> we go on to Ranala. Um, and she is the Queen of the Moon. Uh, bear with me, guys. If you're hardcore lore folks, I'm really doing like uh, broad strokes brushing over um, these demigods and... I might come back and do a second episode and, and, and dig into it because she deserves a lot more story. She has a lot more story. but um, I have a question about her. Yep. Is her head supposed to be that small compared to the rest of her? Or her is head? it just like a weird angle in this picture? You're right. It does look kind of small, huh? Her hands got... and her head are very small compared to how long and lanky she is. And she has right. like, like the top half of a crescent moon hat that is like... Five feet long. <laughs> yeah, she she looks like unnaturally lanky, and that my question is just like, is she supposed to be like a like a? I mean, obviously she's a demigod, so she's like mm. supposed to be more than just just a regular old human, I guess. But by the time uh, you meet her, I, I wasn't here, sure. she's been in, in captivity for like thousands of years, or I don't know about thousands, but like hundreds oh. of years. She's not been able to leave this library, and she's been in complete despair. So maybe. Uh, She's crying. Looks, looks like she's been tortured with the rack a bit, you know? Yeah, de- decades of being shackled to the radiator have elongated her arm. <laughs> she's been constantly pulling at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, event, so, like, she was married to Radragon, who's actually Merica. Um, but, like, Merica went back to her first husband, Godfrey, to, like, figure out some other stuff and left Renella behind and. After the rune of death was stolen, Ranala was like locked in a library with nothing but an amber egg with a great rune inside of it, I think. Or it was her daughter. I'm I, I'm mixing this up, so I'm sorry. This is not going to be my best part. Of, it's of it's it's so funny how it's just like yeah. everything you just said is fucking insane, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, that sounds like soul's yeah, lore. That, that's it. It's, it's both, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, like, exactly. a, a, a rune inside a hunk of amber, who's also her kid. Sure, yeah. uh, whatever, no problem. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Look, she does look like she's at the library. Clearly, uh, she's wearing like blue and red robes, and she does look like she clearly just broke her glasses after being told she's going <laughs> to yeah, spend the she next does. thousand years here. Right? <laughs> yeah, she's a my complete amber despair. egg. I can't die without my amber egg. <laughs> yeah. She found out that her husband's a wife, and that her life's been a lie, and she's got to stay in a library forever with amber. That's with something i think it is the great rune because i remember killing her and i got the amber and i did get a great rune but maybe those are separate i can't remember but anyways yeah uh find out yourself do it coward (laughs) (laughs) uh next up is general radon uh did i post a picture of him no i I forgot to post a picture of him if you guys want to look him up r-a-d-a-h-n he's cool as fucking hell he wanders this orange like um desert and he just wanders forever. 
He's eaten from the inside by scarlet rot, which is just basically the plague. Uh, his wits are long gone. Now he gathers the corpses of former friends and foes alike, gorging on them like a dog. He's also known as Scar Scourge Radon, and uh, without ruining too much, it's a fucking badass fight. I beat him last night, and it was it felt really cool. <laughs> the fight is, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I don't. Um, uh, are you going to go into any of the magic that he uses? Because I Absolutely do love not. like no. Because I, oh, I want okay. I want people to, who want to play this game to be surprised by this fight because there is <laughs> yeah it, it's amazing yeah i don't so i'm not gonna ruin any of his yeah. moves or anything like that but i did hear some trivia in the fact that you'll notice that he doesn't have feet and he's riding around on a tiny very emaciated horse the entire time I when you fight him. <laughs> and, and he used that. and it is explained allegedly i can't remember where i heard this allegedly he uh uses his anti-gravity magic to not crush the horse to death because uh, <laughs> he's he's huge <laughs> and he's he's like he's like 30 feet tall and he's riding on a normal sized horse oh my but god it's like, <laughs> it's like it's like super starved and he doesn't have feet for some reason oh my god yeah. <laughs> that's amazing yeah, he's got like two uh, Shetland pony fit for a demigod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's is easily the most badass thing that I've run into so far. He's got like two giant swords. Uh, he looks almost like an orc. He's got like two big tusks, like crazy troll hair, uh, red hair, like swirling above him. Uh, yeah. huge, huge sets of armor. I think he's yeah, he's got a bow on his back, um, and he's also a, a caster. And he's good at melee. He's good at bow, and he's good at casting. And he's just uh, all around a uh, pretty insane. Uh, and good at taking care of his horse, where he has enchanted himself with anti-gravity magic. Instead yeah. of just losing the weight, he took yeah, the yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'd all we'd all be we'd all hit our dream weights if we were living on Mars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. So. yeah. And I'd ride around on my cat if I wouldn't crush it. It's it, there I, is a I'm not the problem. Gravity is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a cutscene too of him just like eating his enemies. Um and with some really juicy noises, yeah, hell yeah, and not gi giving any to his horse. Yeah, it's like a nice combination of ice chewing on her bone and Jamie eating sausages. The yes. sounds that you hear when you see Richard General <laughs> down eating his enemies. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So to meet him, I guess just for any of those who are going to play, um, you'll get to fight him eventually. Just keep playing. For me, it was like really annoying because I'm like. I've done two out of three things to trigger this event. The third one I'm reading online and it's not, I've already done this. Uh, but basically since it's an open world game, there's a lot of ways that things can play out depending on who you talk to, what you've done so far, you will get a trigger to, to fight him. Just don't rush it. Just go do something else. If you're not sure what to do. And cause I got a different trigger than Jesterful who got a different trigger than what I read online, who got a different trigger from a different place I read online. Like there's a, a bunch of different ways. Like that, if you have these things met, you can fight Radon. Uh, if you can't find him yet, okay, just go cool. do something else. You will, you will yeah. bumble your way into him at some point. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's impossible. Tiny horse. Yeah. 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 Um, Morgoth and Rikard. I really don't know much about them yet. I haven't fought them. Uh, I know Morgoth you meet early in the game under a different name Margit, which is like the first boss that most people will fight <laughs> which is just like the no i'm not ethan i'm enath yes. <laughs> and he tries to stop you from going to fight um the grafted uh he's you fight him just before the grafted guy oh okay cool yeah and uh, he rules over the old capital city, which is now hidden below the earth. That's only accessible after defeating Radon. That's where I am. I'm under the earth, uh, trying to find my way towards Morgoth. Um, 
So I'll know more about it by the next time we do an episode um, and a lot more by the next time we do an Elden Ring episode, if we do one. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say, I do want to learn more about Rikard, Lord of Blasphemy, because it's a sick title and he is an incredibly cool looking enemy. Yeah. Yeah. He is a giant like snake body with just like an old man's head and clearly like a crown made out of scales, which also looks kind of like little snake heads. Yeah. Um, and then he's got he's got a sword with a bunch of tiny little arms sticking out of it, you know. So yeah, and like eleven fingers on one hand, which is coming yeah. out of the belly of a snake or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Op- optional boss. Uh, I had a hard time finding like lore about him. Like his all of his like wiki pages are just how to beat him right now, and not a, like yeah. where he's come from and stuff. But he is one of the sons. Um, where is he on the family tree? Of R- Renala and Radigan. Okay, so he's he's got moon and earth tree energy, and he's, yeah. I think Radon's he, brother. Or yeah, Rikards. I think he turned himself into the god devouring serpent or something. I don't know if he was always this way or it's it's hard to. I'll, next time I'll come back with more, but it looks really. Yeah, cool. I, I I've seen this cutscene. He is very cool. Um, yeah. I guess uh, you you fought him though, Jamie, right? Not yet, not yet, no. Oh, okay, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a very cool fight. The voice actor is very unsettling it's a very oh, cool. neat cut scene when, oh, yeah. uh, when he yeah when when you when he like speaks to you basically yeah sweet okay well that's... also the moon and the earth tree breeding is clearly bad if uh <laughs> if your face is growing out of the belly of what looks like a gigantic snake in a pit of fire yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. got nice chandeliers around him yeah, yeah it does so like i said i'm about 40 hours in and i feel like i still have half a game uh, to go through, and I still want to do it on New Game Plus with a different build because I'm having so much fun. Uh, Elden Ring, uh, it, it's tight. It's tight. The the, the lore is like, uh, it's tough to 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 it's get developing. it all. Developing. It's yeah. developing. It's if it's not everything you wanted right now, uh, join our Discord and then become a patron to really let us know that you didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, we listen. To the, we listen closely to the people in the Prime folks chat. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, the other chats. You guys, you guys get this and that. That's my best swing at uh, three weeks into Elden Ring without finishing yet. But I'm loving the game um, more so than the lore. Like, check out the game if if you like Dark Souls games because it's very very good. And yeah, yeah. Ethan, what what, yeah. what what do we do usually at this part of the show? Oh goodness gracious! Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, tell your friends and or leave us a review. Uh, really helps the show grow and reach new listeners, new people to join the conversations with us, which we love to see. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with us, the best way to do it is click the link to the Discord that's in the description of this episode, uh, and from there you can find us. Otherwise, there's probably other ways to find us, like going to loreboys.com and finding our about page and clicking some of the links there. Um, but yeah, get in touch with us, send us an email, uh, reach out. We'd love to hear from you guys. So please do Peter, what's going on with Instagram at lore boys podcast on Instagram stuff there. That's it. Um, <laughs> as far, as far as I know, um, Quebec versus COVID is still going well, all things considered. So, uh, Montreal comic con this summer, we should be there as well. Uh, if you want to, uh, come and say hi, there is another event that I was told about that I've completely forgotten. Uh, that is also in July. So there may be two chances to come and hang out. Um, but, uh, more information on another episode. Cause I didn't fucking write it down, but comic con's the big one. If, <laughs> if you guys want to show up, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> it's just like, yeah, whatever. I wrote a book. Don't remember what it was called or where I left it. Fuck. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just said uh, just send me a check 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to thank everybody who is uh, excited. I know we were joking about how Ethan and I are are uh, you know working on things very slowly and uh, <laughs> and not <laughs> not done and somehow better than George R R Martin. But somehow. frankly, we have a better chance, I think, uh, <laughs> being in our thirties. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah thank you, everybody. The next people, they're gonna they're they're gonna contact us to write the next FromSoft game. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I got my I got my find and replace buttons fucking primed, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Instead of the pot with arms, it'll be like a corn a cob a cob of corn. Uh, we'll have some clam monsters. Not enough clam monsters in the Dark Souls. Yeah. There, uh, I was when I was playing Dark Souls one last week, and I I, I booked it to the Ashen Lake, and yeah. there are like big clams down there with like six legs on them. And okay, shit, so. okay, they, yeah. they nailed the clams then. Okay, uh, it's not uh, it's not an unclammed uh, series. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, gonna be, uh, be more. Gonna be plenty of magic rocks, just like the the, the grace. Plenty yeah, of uh, yes. which I guess yeah. no, we didn't take drinks for that, but yeah. grace, magic rocks for sure. So pretty much yeah. is. Mm. Um, yeah, um, it's all my, my plugs. Come say hi in the yeah. summer if it's legal. Yeah, get in the Discord. Um, also, if you're on Patreon, like Ethan mentioned, Patreon, uh, you can check out the Lore Boys. We do have more audio content for it. We're gonna record more right after. Ethan's got a fun story. Uh, I do I've, have a fun story. I've got somebody one. broke into my house today, guys. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, subscribe to the Patreon if you want. To, if you want to learn more. About, Holy uh, fuck! Yeah. Into my house. <laughs> I've got some more things to say about Elden Ring too. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see the, the red names over there, but for now, for the green names, thank you so much for joining, and I think that constitutes Lore Boys. Lore Boys. Goodbye. Out. Here, it sounds like somebody's downstairs. I'm like, okay, that's that's a little weird. And I'm like, I, I like my wife took the day off work, but she also, you know, went to a doctor's appointment. That's why she took the day off work. So, and she's, I'm like, oh, maybe she's back. I'm like, oh, it's you know, it's pretty early. She just left not that long ago. And I'm like, I keep hearing noise. I'm like, okay, definitely someone here. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.